Lamed Gimel. Um, we are still learning Lila Nishmas Avram Ben Yonatan Yehuda, as well as from Bashmol Shemin, Ben Rishav and Aliyah. And I think Naftali Osman Chaim anyone who needs it. Okay. What? Taniel Benet Baruch Ben Yudaleib Veimi. And uh, also Rufush Lematol who need it. So we're starting our review of Lamed Gimel at the uh, at a couple lines down at the snake story that uh, we said that even if there's a snake on your heel, you do not stop your davening. So Rav Sheshes qualifies that, that that's strictly a snake and not a scorpion, because scorpion you would be allowed and in fact obliged to get out of there as fast as you can so as not to be bitten by the scorpion, because it's what we call pekloch nefesh. So the Gemara says, why isn't the snake the same pekloch nefesh? Because we know that a snake will also bite, as we see, that if somebody falls into a pit of lions and you saw that person do that, you cannot tell the wife that he's a dead man because you didn't see him dead. And the lions may or may not have eaten him. It's not a given. It's not a guarantee. As opposed to falling into a uh, snake pit or a scorpion pit, either one, that's enough to testify that he's definitely dead. So how can that be? So the court explains that that's different because uh, the, when you fall in, that create, that they'll for sure attack. Rabbi Yitzchak uh, said that it's not only uh, th- uh, not only snakes that are dangerous. Uh, well, snakes are we we let we let it pass, but scorpions. But even a bull, um, you would stop your davening if you see a bull, and uh, then you need to distance yourself from a bull that's not dangerous, that's not established as dangerous one, at least fifty amas away. And uh, if it's a shormuah, then you have to be out of eyesight meaning it can't see you. Because <laughs> if it can see you, that's where it's already dangerous. Now, he said in the name of a mayor that even if the head of the, of the bull is in the basket that it's eating out of, which is basically you assume that it should be 100% safe, still get up on the second story and take the ladder with you mm-hmm. so it, can't, it cannot uh, get after you. Um, uh, Shmuel said that's only true for... A bull that is a big, a, the black bull, I'm not sure it's a certain species. It's in the springtime when it's particularly frisky, excited, excitable, and therefore that's when it's dangerous. We saw a story that there was a place that there was this type of animal, a, a, um, snake called an arvad. It's a very uh, dangerous snake that was harming people. And... Um, they told Rabbi Chinin ben about it, and he said, show me where this, this snake lives. And he showed him where it was, and he put his heel on it, and uh, it came out to bite him, and it bit him, and then it died. And uh, he carried the Arvad into the base medrash, and he showed everybody, and he said, look, you, may, you all make a mistake. You think it's the, you think it's the snake bite that, that kills? It's the, it's, it's the sin that kills. That's where it comes from. So the people made a saying at that time, that woe to the person who meets up with the snake, but woe to the snake that meets up with the Rabchanina Bendosa, because that's really dangerous. Okay. It took us to the additions that we make into our prayer, and um, we mentioned, and where we mentioned them. So we mentioned Mashavarach Marugashim in the blessing of Tchis Mesim. We mentioned 
the request for rain in Birchas Hashanim and Abdul in Chonin Adas, according to the Tanakam, according to Rebekiba, it's a fourth blessing in its own right, and according to Rebbe Yasser, it's in Modim where we do that. Okay. Now, um, what's the reason why it's in Chonin Adas, the Gevuras uh, Kishamim? The answer is, is because the coming of the rain is akin to Tchis Mesim. It brings what appears to be dead back to life, and uh, when the rainy season begins, all the you know it's like the um, you know, the end of the winter and things start growing, and therefore they established it in Tchis and Mason. Um, um, also, Shaila uh, Birchasashan, because since um, the request for rain is very much connected to sustenance, livelihood, and therefore that's the part that, that's the section of blessing that it belongs in. Abdullah is in Chonadas. Why is that? So um, Rabbi Yosef explains because since to make divisions, to, to understand distinctions, that requires uh, Chachma, and therefore the, it belongs in the blessing of Chachma. That's one reason. The rabbis say a different reason is that it's because it's a weekday thing, uh, we're showing that today, now it's weekday, so the first blessing that's weekday, that's where it belongs. Okay, and that's where it's in Birchas Chol. Now, Rav Ami said, uh, just as a side point, that Deya is, a very, is, is, uh, is obviously very important because it's the first of the blessings of the requests, is wisdom, is knowledge. Um, Rav Ami says, Deya is great because it's between two names of God, Kael Deos Hashem, that gives, shows how chashuv that concept is. Um, and if somebody does not have Deya, then you're not allowed to have mercy on him, and we showed a pasuk to that. Because if they didn't have understanding, therefore God has no mercy on people who, who lack a basic understanding. Rabbi Lazar says that the Mikdash is great because it's also placed between two names of Hashem. So Rabbi Lazar says if you have Deya, then it's like the base of Mikdash is built because this one has, is between two names of Hashem and Mikdash is between two names of Hashem. Next, we talked about a question, is that if that's, if it's something very significant by being between two names of Hashem, so then one should, well, then what's the story with revenge? Nakama should also be uh, a great, because it's, we said in uh, the Shir Shalom of Wednesday, Akel Nakama's Hashem. So he says, you're right, actually it is very chashuv in its proper uh, way, in its own way. And that's what Ula says, that, that there's actually two Nakamas that are mentioned in the Pasuk. One is the Nakama Latova, the other one's the Nakama Lara. Good for us, bad for the for the enemies. And it's based on the Rashi, Rashi explains that it's based on the, the fact that they refused to accept the 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 Torah. They they were offered the Torah and they turned it down, and that's why they lost out. Okay. Took us to the next thing, which is um um Rav Shem Barabba said to Rav Yochanan, uh, the Anshakanas Gdola established the brachos, the davenings, Avdalas, and everything, Kiddush and Avdalah. How can we not know where it was established? Okay, how that happened, which is always a very good question, like uh, such a mistake that we should be able to ask our father or look in the sitter. You know what I mean? Like, how that happened that we have a question where to put it? So the Gemara explains that initially it was established in davening. What happened was, is that then, that was because the Jewish people were very poor. They couldn't even afford wine when they first came to Eretz Yisrael to build, rebuild the second Mesa of English. 
what happened was they got wealthier, so they said, you know, it'll be more becoming, more honorable to switch it to the coast. And it became that they no longer did it in tefillah. Afterwards, there came the time of the second base of Migdash. I mean, the end of the second base of Migdash and got destroyed. So now they were poor again. And now they needed to go establish it back in davening. And that's why they didn't remember. There was no generation that remembered all the people previously were just doing it from you know, all of coast. They weren't doing it in davening anymore. So now that we want to reestablish in davening, that's why there became a dispute. How was it initially established when it was in davening? And, uh, there, and, uh, the, and, and even though we switched it back to davening, we said that it's still appropriate and the right thing to do to do it all of coast as well. Um, anyway... So that's the answer to the question. Um, so the Gemara wanted to know, what if you did Havdal already in the Adavning, do you still have to do it again on the coast? So we saw a few places that uh, absolutely you do. Rab and Rav Yosef both said, Mavda B'tfilat Soshi Havdal Akos. And um, the problem was is that we had a bit of a question on that idea because it sounds like it says that if somebody forgot to mention Gvurz Kishamim, he has to repeat Ashmanesra. If he forgot to ask for rain in Birchas Hashanim, he's got to say the same Talamatra Lavracha, he goes back. But he doesn't go back because he could, he could say it on the coast. What do you mean he could say it on the coast? It sounds like it's an option. You don't have to say it on the coast. So isn't that a kasha on the cheetah that says that you still need to make it, even if you did it in davening, you still need to make it alakos? So the Gemara says, you're right, it's because you will say it alakos. Not that you could. You could cover yourself by saying it alakos, and therefore, since you do say it alakos, it's good enough. So um, we brought down, in fact, Rabbi Amber Yef has asked Rabbi Yossi, um, uh, said Rabbi Yossi, asked Rabbi Yochanan, um, and, or it was Rabbi Shimber Yaakov who, uh, who asked Rabbi Yochanan, and I heard it, the question. Somebody who's mocked the tefillah, does he have to make Havdalah alakos as well, or not? And he said, yes, you do. So the answer is, yes, you do. Okay. Now, we have a question on that. We said that somebody made Havdalah alakos. Well, well, this is the next question. What if you did the other way around? So a good example of this is the guy, uh, he davened Mincha uh, early, took a nap, and next thing he woke up, it was already late. It was already, he missed, uh, you know, the... It's already after shops. So uh, his wife is like, I need to do laundry already, whatever. So he runs and does Havdalah for his wife first. And now he's coming to Davim Ma'arif. And now he wants to know, can I, um, you know, do I mention, do I mention Havdalah or is it already done? So that was the question. So Nachmar Yitzchak says it's a Kavachomer from Tvila Because Tvila is the Iker Takana of the original Takana of Havdalah was in the Davinik. With that, that, the additions that we add in Atachon and Tano, basically. What happens? Even though that's the main one, they said you still should do it a la coast as well. So surely, that's if you did it a la coast, so then surely you should have to do it all on the, in the Tevila as well, because that was the main Takana. When you do it a la coast, you're doing it that's not the Iker Takana, so then uh, uh, then came, you should have to repeat it in the Tevila. So, okay, that's the answer. Now, we saw that this Rav Acha Richa said before Rav Chinina, somebody who's mavdil b'tvila, it's praiseworthy, more than if he's mavdil alakos. And if he's mavdil in both, then he should be blessings on his head. So the question is, is that 
right away, that's contradictory. Because when you say somebody who's mavdal betvil is greater than somebody who's mavdal alakos, that implies that if you did it alakos, you don't do it alakos. That's what it implies. Once that's the halacha, that you don't do it alakos because you already did it in davening, so then why would you say if you did both, you should get blessings on your head? Fakert. It's called a bracha shenitzricha. That's making a bracha for no need. A bracha for no need is forbidden to do because you don't need, that's what the implication of your statement. So it's somewhat contradictory. So the Gemara explains that, uh, you're right, let's amend the text of, of what he said, that it's, you should get a bracha if you didn't do it on the alakos, because otherwise it'll be, a waste, it'll be a waste of a bracha. You said an extra blessing. It's your household, it's not a waste. What? It's your household. You're saying if you're white, you're kids. Why is it a waste? They haven't heard it. No, 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 that's a separate discussion. Because you're fulfilling it for on behalf of somebody else. It's not so pashut. No, usually people don't make. Uh, no. What? Abdullah, they usually don't. I mean, not kiddush. Abdullah, they don't usually make for other people. No. Mm-hmm. What if they were? What do you mean? Yeah, you they make did it in davening? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Let's talk about. Let's coins. avoid. The, st- talk about a simple. The simple case. The guy is alone. He daven ma'ariv. He said atuchanatano in the ma'ariv, and that was the Abdullah. So now. He, he's, Would like to eat. The implication of the thing is, the implication of what we just saw, is that that's better than doing it a la cause, Which means that you don't have to do it a la cause at this point. Okay? And now that that is what you're implying, so then why, if you did both in Tvila and a la cause, that you should be blessed. That's not, you should be blessed, you should be unblessed, because you did a, a wrong thing. Too much. Because you made an unnecessary bracha. That's the question. So we said, you're right. It's only if you didn't repeat it, then you should be blessed. Okay, on that, the bottom line is, okay, so again, we're at least seeing an opinion that's saying that once you said it in davening, you don't see it again, Alakos. That's what this, uh, this shita seems to be saying. Anyway, the bottom line is, is that, uh, um, um, well, the Rav asked Rav Sheish says, what if you forgot both? So then we said that you forgot both and you should go back to the beginning and then you have to start over your tefillah again. Because the only reason why in tefillah you don't um, you don't repeat is because you're gonna get it in the alakos. But if you but but if you miss that too or you didn't do that, then you're gonna have to daven again. Now, um, what's the bottom line? So the Ravina asks, "What's halacha?" He asks Rava the question, and that's where Rava said that it's not called a brachshin netricha because it patterns the same as Kiddush. Just like Kiddush, we always say Kiddush in our davening. We're Mikadish the Yom in davening. And then we do it again, Kiddush alakos. So that's the proper procedure for Kiddush. It's the same proper procedure for Abdullah as well. You do it. You do Abdullah in your davening, meaning he's saying that. And you also do Abdullah on the cup, uh, on the uh, on the, coast of, uh, uh, the regular Abdullah. And that's the bottom line, and that's the final halakh. Next thing we talked about is Rebbe opinion says that the proper place to place the Avdala in Tvila is in the section of Modim. So Rebbe was riding a donkey and Rav Chiyabar Avon was following him and he said, surely that which they say in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, the Allah follows Rebbe when the next day, the next davening is a, is a Yontif davening, meaning Shabbos goes into a Yontif, then... Then, uh, then his halacha is correct that you do it in modim. 
Um, so he says, yes, that is uh, that is correct. Now, when you say the, the, you say that it's halacha, that means there's somebody arguing. Who says there's anybody that argues? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Don't the Rabbanon argue all year? So the Gemara says, they argue all year because they're saying you got to do it in the bracha of chol. Here, there is no bracha of chol, so you'll have to do it in modem. The, there's no other option. Um, so who says that they even argue? Sigmar says, I, but doesn't Rabbi Kiva argue? Sigmar says, yes, Rabbi Kiva does argue. But Rabbi Kiva was rejected all year long for a reason. What was the reason why Rabbi Kiva was rejected? Because Rabbi Kiva is putting on a new, a new blessing, and we have a specific amount of brachos that our, our meat is supposed to be. 18, it's called the Shemona for a reason. Now, it's actually, there's 19, but still, you can't add on indiscriminately if it's not one of the established ones. And therefore, that same reasoning will apply to Yom Tov as well. You can't make it a new bracha b'fniatzma because that would make it, instead of seven, make it eight. And there's a reason why it's specifically seven. So, Rabbi Kiva is definitely re- rejected. The question is, do the Rabbanon even argue on Rabbi Yezer when, it's, for when, when Yom Tov follows a Shabbos? So, um... So we saw a few opinions as to whether the halacha is that way, which means that it's a, that we actually know for a given and it's and we proclaim it, meaning we taught the halacha that we should do the avdala and modim, or it's matin, meaning we lean towards that, but it's not something that we publicize. It's if somebody asks you where should I do the avdala, you tell them. Okay, and uh, then we saw that Rabbi uh, Yochanan said they 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 agree. And we saw another idea that it's nearing. It would seem, not that it was known for a fact. Anyway, Rubzera said uh, that uh, the nearing sounds to him to be the most accurate because it was said by Rabbi Kiva Abba, who was very careful in how he hears his things, similar to Rafa and Pumadisa. He used the exact expression of his Rebbe. Okay, but um, but uh, came along in the bottom line, Rabbi Yosef says, that none of these is actually the accurate halacha. The accurate halacha is like Rav and Shmuel uh, in Bavel do, which is they add in a, a, an added prayer in the blessing of, uh, of, the, of the Kiddush for Yom Tov. That blessing, we have a section called Vatod that's added in, and it mentions Habdallah, and that's the part that's all we add in. And it's not a separate blessing, and it's not in Modim, it's over there. And you that's need to we watch do. the candles while we say it. Just watch them, right? When we say Vatod Yenu. No, when we say Vatod Oh, first of all, this is not in the Kiddush. This is in Davening. Vatod Yenu is part of Davening. It's not in Kiddush. We do Abdullah, when we do Shabbos Yom in the Kiddush Alakos, that Havdalah, we don't mention, we don't mention Ma'ore Ha'esh at all. There's no, so there is no it's just Hagafen, yeah. and, and it's Yayin. Psalmim? Uh, no, there's no Psalmim either, because we're going into Yantav. No, we do mention that. We do make a Ha'esh. We make a Ha'esh. We do a Ha'esh. Shabbos, we just say, one second, Shabbos, Yantav, we say Ma'ore Ha'esh, right? Yayin, Kiddush, Ner, Havdalah. Uh, and Shekhyan. That's what so in, yeah. we are not uh, So you look at the Shabbos candles, that's all you the umptive candles. Yeah. At the moment of saying the cues, it's not that we're right. going to lead. We're just watching. Yeah, them. but you don't have to check your nails, we don't do that. Okay. What and the H why the H? Because we're we're allowed to use the H on Yom Tif. On Yom Tif, that's why. That's the 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 Shabbos Shabbos. To Yom Tif. So, no, from Yom Tif to Shabbos. 
No. Yomtev to Shabbos, we never do Avdala at all. After Shabbos, you do Nair. After Yomtev, you don't do Nair. So for Yomtev, the Shabbos is no Nair. It's Shabbos to Yomtev, there's Nair. And after Yomtev, you don't do any Havdalah at all. Don't you lose the the huh? on Shabbos on Yom Tov? Don't you lose that? Yeah, not so, clear. <laughs> so, that's, so they, they no. don't do no, no to besamim. Besamim, right. There's no besamim on uh, no, Shabbos that goes into Yom So it's ya, like I said, it's Yaknahaz. That's the uh, yak acronym. Yayin, kid, first you do Baruch the Gefen, then you do Kiddush, Kiddush then you still do Ner, and then you do Havdalah, and then you do Zman, which is Shachiyama. Okay. Brings us to the new Mishnah. Somebody says that, if somebody gets up and says that, the, that, that God has mercy on the, on the bird's nest, your mercy should come to us also. Or if he says that, uh, um, that we should remember your name for good, or he says, modim, modim, in any of those expressions, we shut him up, we say, shah, don't say such things. Okay? Now, the question is why? Modim, modim, we understand, it looks like he's saying there's two deities, it's chas v'shalom. Uh, we understand because that's like you're only talking about the good and you're not the bad and we know that there's a chiv to say bless God for good and for bad we have a, a special bracha baruch ms if something bad happens and uh, that's the story so that's not appropriate either now the question is what's wrong with the last one why, why, do we, why would it be so bad to say that God has mercy on the nest of the bird that should be fine so the Gemara says that it's Machlokes, Amarayim in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Yossi Bar-Aven and Rabbi Yossi Bar-Zvida. One is because by, by saying such, by pointing that out, it creates a jealousy amongst the other animals. Because not only birds have that din, um, uh, that, that of sending away the mother bird. We don't find that by any other animal. So therefore, they'll be jealous. So therefore, it's not appropriate to say. That's one answer. The other answer is, is that the, you, it implies that this mitzvah is related to mercy, and it's not. It's gzera, it's a gzera min hashamayim, and we don't really understand the nature of it, and therefore it's not appropriate. That's the other pshat. Okay. Now, there was a story of a fellow who actually did say such a, a, a prayer, and Rabbi said, wow, what a beautiful prayer. And Abayi said to him, but I thought we learned in the Mishnah that you should quiet it quite a person who said such a thing. And Rabbah was just trying to test Abayi to make sure he's paying attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, when I taught this last night, I said, I said that actually, you know, whenever I make a mistake, it's only to make sure you're paying mm-hmm. attention. It's, you know, like uh, following, mm-hmm. following Rabbah's lead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be very careful, uh, you know, huh? <laughs> sneak your nuts. Should I see if you're paying attention? Oh. You'd be surprised how many mistakes I snuck in. Okay, okay. You probably did. We didn't catch. Okay, okay. Okay. Anyway, so um, there's another <coughs> similar uh, uh, similar type of thing. There was a person who came and was leading, and he started going on and on, saying, okay, Then he went further, Anyway, he kept going and going until he stopped. And finally, when he stopped, so he says, Oh, you finally finished all the praises of God, which implies that there's nothing more to say. And that was, uh, uh, so he's like, Well, well 
Um, so basically, he said there is no way to really finish all the praises of God. So what? What? So what's the deal? We only can say Gadol Gibar Benora because that's how Moshe Rabbeinu said it, and that's how the Anshikinus Agdola said. Well, since Moshe said it, we can establish that that's appropriate to say. More than that, we have no rights to say because that's like that's like uh, downgrading, so to speak, and it's sort of like <coughs> saying about a person who. Um, um, who's a king? Uh, who's 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 billions? And you say, well, he you know, he he has hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's like uh, down. That's like uh, that's embarrassing. An insult, exactly. All right. Now, next we talked about is uh, Reb Chanina that says an interesting Allah, an interesting thing called uh, Everything is in the hand of heaven except for fear of heaven. Well, so that's up to us. So uh, when the way Moshe Rabbeinu said it, what does God ask of you already? He's hardly asking anything. All he asks for is fear of heaven. So, um, which sounds like it's an easy thing, but it's actually quite difficult. So Gemara says, it's easy for Moshe. So that's why he's saying, for me, you know, from his perspective, it is easy. And that's kind of like a mushal of when somebody asks from you something that's very, even a very large thing, but you happen to have it. It's like, yeah, sure, I have that. That's not a big deal. No biggie, because you have it. If it's something even small that you don't have, so then it's very uh, then you, it's considered very big in your eyes because you don't have it. You don't have a means to, to share that. Anyway, so that's the story. Next thing we talked about is somebody who says modim. No, no, we have that's where oh, we that's where we left off. Okay, we didn't quite finish. Okay, can I ask you one quick question? Sure. Going back to the havdalah point. So the, 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 at the end of it, we said it's like um, kiddush, but it didn't answer the question how. Why is it not a bracha? Saying a tzricha. Yeah. Right. It didn't really answer it. Uh, no, but but uh, it's just saying that, that it doesn't answer the question. It's but just saying just it's it saying that it, that that since, since kiddush is that way, that's the way havdal is. In other words, it was a step. Bracha and tzricha means that it was it, that 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 it's really sufficient with just one. What we're really saying is that it's not sufficient with, with just one. one. Ah, okay. That's the so idea. That's so the therefore, idea. it's not a no. It's not no need. Anyway, Got that's it. a story. Sorry. All right. Let me just.